thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast. John Russell's Art Caterers and Milltown Pies, who offer fantastic catering services. Alexander Grace Law, who provide modern and client-led legal services. And SBE Furnishings, who offer high-quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices. Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Just get me spray. Just in case there's going to be a lot of bullshit down here. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Housecast. We're joined tonight by a legend of the club, Brian Higgin, uh, our uh, wicketkeeper extraordinaire, pinch-hitting batter, and he's got lots of stories to tell us about his time playing and, lot, and the people that he played with and everything around it. I've got two other people with us tonight. One is former first-team captain and leading wicket-taker, Jez Hope, and our current MD, Matt Stanning, as well. How are you going, MD? Oh, right, OK. One second, he's saying one second. We're doing All sound. Right. What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jez, how's it going? Sure, I've, um, you know, I know it's no secret. We haven't been on this podcast for quite a while, and I've got to say, I've missed you. Oh, that's really kind. I've missed you too. It was yeah, so nice had... seeing you the weekend. Yeah, we, yeah, we had a, a quick five minute, but it was uh, that. I don't know what was it about a four week where we were all in complete lockdown. No one's going anywhere. We had a list of like six or seven people who wanted to help co-present the podcast, and we were doing two or three, if not more, a week. And it was a really good crack, but you know we did get a lot stacked up. So now we've stopped for the last fortnight. I've got to say I've been missing it, but uh, had a bit of a mishap today. But things will be fine. Yeah, well, I did notice, Jez. It, well, it is funny you should say that. I think over that lockdown period, we had such a good time, you know, researching stuff and talking to, talking to everybody and, and just talking amongst ourselves. And yeah. I think we actually... I, I love talking to everybody at the club, but I think I, I, think I took it for granted when, yeah. when, you, when it happens all the time. Yeah. So when you're in that sort of situation, because if we didn't have the podcast, I think it'd be un- unlikely that we'd have had the amount of contact that we did. Exactly. Um, and also the research and the history that we talked about, mm. and it come flooding back. Yeah, it has been. But, you know, Cela V, you lads have all got to get back to work and keep the country going. So, um, so yeah, it's all fine. But, yeah, yeah <laughs> nearly chopped half of my finger off doing cutting some, uh, some perspex today. But it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> what are you making? I can hear you now. <laughs> can hear you now, MD. Um, Bad technical glitch there. Apologies for that. It's all right. Not a problem. I'll just finish off with Jez and then I'll reintroduce you and I'll edit it all out. Uh, <laughs> some of the other bits. So, so, Jez, what are you making? I'm actually making a wooden record stand for all my records in my garage for the vinyls. Brilliant. Out of 
recycled pallets. Fantastic. How good is that? Jez, don't clap your hands, be careful with that finger. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're also showcasing one of our brand new hats as well. One of the, one yeah. of the hats. Yeah. What, Do you want me to get mine? Yeah, go and get yours again. Oh, hang on. Um, what number are you, uh, Jez? 399. 399. Brilliant. Great stuff. I believe the Iggy's is, is 1BC. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, let's guess what his number is. So let's... I'm not going to be outdone. Let's get three the caps up. 312. What's your number? 331. Oh, nice again. Oh, I 312. Good effort. 399, me, Brian. 399. Who are you, Jess? 399. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just, just sneaked in with you, Brian, in that decade of. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the decade and all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it done as you saw it to go over here? Come on. We actually um bought one of those caps, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright, MD. Don't worry about it. They're really comfy. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, they are. And it's a great idea having your actual official number as well, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Good. I think I it's did. good. Yeah. yeah great. So yeah, other than that, Joe, not a great deal else walking and um, you know, keep doing the, the odd jobs. So that's me. That's what I'm up to. And when you say not a great deal else, you are now a granddad, Jess. Correct. Yeah, Eddie Arson, yeah. yeah, born on the uh, the second of July. Fantastic. Going around seeing him, you know, as often as possible. Took him out for a walk on Sunday with Adam. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's um, words can't describe it, uh, Joe. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it must be. I mean, it must be so happy. It's incredible, yeah. isn't it? It is. They're doing well. Yeah, Lauren's doing very well. Teddy's, you know, Teddy's growing and he's, you know, he's back above his birth weight, looking great. You know, so it's Adam's had to go back to work this week, which you know, Salafi. That's uh, I think he had two weeks off, but he's back at work this week. So they will find it tough, but you know, getting down cricket club, have a good yeah. walk around the field, and then uh, look for the next generation coming through. We've got. Yeah, and then the next generation of uh, of know your olds. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw Baby Jez on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other Hope news as well, Jez, uh, we should congratulate Cos Corey Hope. Oh on, yeah. On his engagement as well. Yeah, Absolutely we fantastic news. Really, really brilliant. So congratulations to Cos if he's listening. Fiance Becky. That's it, yeah, yeah, good on you. MD, welcome to audio. Here you go. How, how's it going? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you, yeah. Enjoyed the cricket weekend. Nice to get back down there and uh, see some bat and ball action. Brilliant. Absolutely. I think, um, I think you said, MD, it's just nice to get out in the fresh air and watch, watch something Three. different, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. I've, I've, I struggled with the football at first. Um, with the no crowds and things, but to be honest with you, I've managed to get into it eventually. Uh, but yeah, just to get out and see some actual live action and and uh, what have you was uh, it was great. A couple of pints. What can you? Uh, what, what more could you want? Brilliant. Absolutely yeah, good. brilliant. Good stuff. And, and you're not a granddad yet, are you, Stanley? So that's all right. Don't think so. <laughs> 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 
And what, what about I, you, Joe? What about you, Joe? How's it going since we? Because it's a couple of weeks now. I love hearing yeah. your stories of where you've been and what you've been up to. Well, it's um, it's been an eventful couple of weeks. We've yeah. gone back. We've gone back training, um, as is well documented on the on the podcast. Um, I, I've taken to lockdown, okay, <laughs> um, and I'm now emerging out. I'm now going into some shops. I've been to the butchers. I've been to the corner shop, so that's okay. Uh, I've also and and I've also started a new job as well, uh, which has been a bit odd, to be honest with you. Starting it in in lockdown when you're sort of restricted of where you can where you can go, so that's been that's kept me entertained for for a brief period of time. <laughs> Good. As long as you're, uh, you're getting out there and you're getting yourself ready for uh, getting yourself ready for the cricket, that, that's uh, that's good work, Joe. Yeah, that's yeah. well. I mean, that's been probably the biggest help over this period of time. Yeah. The fact that I've gone down to the cricket club and I've seen people that I usually see all the time back playing a bit of cricket and having a, we've had a few nets and stuff and things are starting to pick up. So hopefully we will. The weather will hold. And we, yeah. and we can get some cricket in and people can come down and watch and enjoy themselves at a safe distance. Yes, at a very safe distance. Especially, yeah. especially to me. Yeah. <laughs> because, Jess, I've taken to wicket-keeping in a, in a snood. All right. Like a mask. Because I'm very close to people. Yeah. So, so that, was well, a bit odd. that was a bit odd. Can I just put in here? Have you cut the wilds in snoods and you can see what? <laughs> Thankfully, it only goes up to my nose. Oh, right, Joe. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I, it's, it's not a balaclava, like I'm robbing a bank in the, in the, in the 70s. No. He no. didn't have aisles. It might improve his performance, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> or will he just risk one eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin Milburn. Colin Milburn, yeah. There's another story. Yeah, well, story for him. Oh, I was going to ask right. So, our guest tonight doesn't actually, I would say, doesn't need an introduction. However, we'll, we shall give him one anyway. He played for over four decades in the first team. He is our second highest run scorer behind Blaise and in front of Stan. He's our leading wicket keeper in terms of victims. I mean, it can't mean ananything else. That's, you don't measure it on anything else, do you, Gig? Um, no. So our uh, <laughs> <laughs> our guest tonight is uh, the legend that is Brian Higgin. How are you, Iggy? I'm fine. How's everybody? Okay, good. Yeah, okay. all good, Iggy. Great to have you on. Fantastic. Can't wait for this. Well, thanks for having us. You know, we have yeah. a couple of hours to spare. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what have you been like in in lockdown, Iggy? Has it been okay? Uh, not gone out. 12 weeks. I've only been going out the last couple of weeks. My right. daughter's been doing the shopping. It's been great to get out, get out cricket. I've been to uh, Green Hill, social, mm-hmm. you know, social distancing. Best thing was Saturday when uh, I went up to the lower house when we were playing cricket Brilliant. with my good friend, Mr. Fairclough, where we went and uh, tried uh, Frank's COVID compliance pies. Which oh! Is- <laughs> So it it was good. It was good. Something similar to normal, what we normally do. So it was great. Absolutely great. Oh, good stuff. That is a 
it is starting to feel more normal, isn't it? But there's still it's little but there's still little things that sort of highlight the fact that we're still in a sort of precarious yeah. position, I think. Like this, sat, we are so <laughs> <laughs> in different homes, apart from that. Yeah, apart from that again, you know. Oh, we're sort of fine. So we'll we'll start from the beginning again. How did you start at Lower House? What, right. what was it like at the time? Hang on. Let's have a look at one of my postcards. Right. There was scripted by Henry the Eighth. No, it started in uh, nineteen sixty-one. There was myself, Barry Bromley, and Jack Whitton. Uh, I'll go on to Jack because he ended up being a professional footballer. Did Jack? He only played the odd season uh, down here. So we joined, Barry brought me down, Barry, Barry took me down to early 61, the beginning of the season, 1961. So what would I be? 14. So introduced, well, I got introduced down there, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, did a bit of training and then this guy came up to me called Jack Barraclough which was the second team wicketkeeper at the time. Anyway, I just got chatting to him and he said, what school do you go to? I said, Rose Grove, just on end. And I said, oh, I work just on end. What was technical, I don't know what it is now, but it was called Butterworths and Dickinson's. They made looms and engineering. He said, they're after some apprentices. I said, oh, are they like? Anyway, like, I was leaving that July, that July, well, I was still playing cricket. We, we played for all of us, uh, the lads who I've just mentioned, we all played for Rose Grove uh, School together. We were a decent side. In fact, Jack, Jack Whitton, they were all frightened. He was the quickest bowl, bowler going at the time for a 14-year-old. <laughs> he was sharp. We he used to bowl everybody out for like 30. We'd only 30, like 40 every week. We won't, we won't grow up one league. It was easy, easy peasy. Anyway, I'll just, my first in captain was uh, Jack Solkel. You know, and uh, he was Alan Sullivan's uncle. And he owned, he was a landlord of the Wellington. Is it the Royal Dash now? Did it change its name to the the Wellington pub? Best you, Turkish kebab now, I'm afraid, again. Right, well, it, yeah. I didn't know. It was there that we had. What, what used to happen is, you know, we played cricket, practice, everything was great. But if you got, there were talent money, what was called talent money. So if you got 50 in second team, you got two and six, which is today 12 and a half B. And first team, <laughs> first team you got five shilling, which is equivalent to 25 pence. And it applied if you got 50 or if you got five wickets. So you could do this aggregate. The first few games in second, I were batting like number eight, nine. But I built an aggregate up. And I ended up getting to <laughs> ended up getting to a six with a lot of money then because it's only get boring, is it? It's just before me fifteenth birthday. The first team wicket keeper, which was Brian Bunting at the time, was going on holiday. So he gives me the nod. You'll be playing one game for the first I, 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 I would be fifteen when this happened, because my birthday is up fourth of July. So like it the weeks weeks for the Burnley holidays. Prior to that gone on week before to that Butters and Dickinson I thought right I'll see if they've got a job just walked into the gatehouse in them days have you got a job oh I'll send somebody up this big guy came up called Jimmy Shaw who happened to be a big low-rise supporter which I didn't know at the time anyway week before that the Burnley Express and the Evening Telly got a whisper that I was going to play and I'd be like 
15 year old which then was the um, youngest ever wicketkeeper in the Lancashire League not just War Rice in the Lancashire League so they came to school took some photos and a bit embarrassing to go outside and Jimmy Sharp come in and he, he looked at me and said are you that lad that's going to play for Law House I said yeah he said come in a fortnight you've got a job so <laughs> that is a complete true story he just said you've got a job lad come in a fortnight I've seen your photo with this. I thought it were you come in a fortnight so because end of that week we were going on Burnley Way to I think it was seven round about Second week in July, I get to my um, debut for first team. First team captain with a bloke called Leonard Drabble, but he won't play. So Wally Monk took over as captain, a bloke called Wally Monk. And uh, I can always remember Leonard Drabble coming up to me. This will ring true later on in one of my stories. He said, right, you do, do realise you've got to be a very honest cricketer. I said, well, what do you mean, Leonard? He said, well, if you touch the ball, you walk, you walk, we all walk. I said, I said, fair enough. I said, if I find out you don't walk, you'll never play for the race again. Right, so I was trembling, man. Well, we never won anything, man. <laughs> so I never got, that's why I never got older. I walked up 99, yeah. so I weren't giving out. So I made my debut against Enfield. I got one catch. Pro was, um, our pro was Basil Butcher who batted three foot West Indies. We were playing against Enfield, against Conrad Hunt, who batted four foot West Indies. There was Seymour Nurse at Ramy. He played for West. I don't know where he bats. I mean, I, I, can't, I know a few, but I'm not going to go through them all. We had an opening batter called Maxi Mamou, the opening batter with Owen Jones, and he got 100, and, 100 plus in right. He was a great batter. Still lives in, we should get hold of him. He's right before me. He lives in Mount uh, Lockyer Avenue, I think. I'm not sure. Great, great wow. innings. Great innings. Halfway through, going into his, I think, 20s, 30s, getting into his stride. So Butcher comes up to me, Basil Butcher boy, said, Right, come up to Wicking, you want to bowl? He weren't a bowler. He never bowled, he said. But I know this lad bats. He said, So get up to Wicket, will you? So I'm nerve, you know. Stood up, I thought, What's he going to bowl? Me and a little tumblers, you know. Anyway, about fourth ball down, he nicked it, and he took my glove, went up in air, and it stuck. You'll know what I mean, Joe. Yeah, I know what you mean. They'll just seat, seat him first time. So, actually, my first victim were um, a West Indian test player, comrade. So, that made the Burnley Express as well. So, it, it's, it's really funny that you, that you said that, actually, because the first memory I have of playing in the first team was my first victim. Which also was against it. Which also was against Enfield. Was it? So yeah. Oh, <laughs> and mine was Adam Bracewell. Oh, Adam Bracewell. Yeah, yeah. stumped on forty nine. Yeah. And I can still remember it now. Still, still yeah. remember it now. Stumped off my brother. And it's funny how those moments really stick in your mind. I think, especially as a wicketkeeper, because yeah. I think you always yeah. remember the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I could've... But that first one's always memorable, I think. It is. It is. I can remember it, but I can't. I know, I know I only got, I can't remember, might have got half a dozen. I, bat, I didn't bat last, I batted about number nine. So, yeah, which all, it was all right for an experience. Right. So that, that game, I've, I've got it here on the, uh, the Lancashire League website. It was the 7th of July. 
that game was played even before Blaise were born. I know it's difficult to to believe. Hold enough, don't keep looking. It was before I were born, but I'm just going to try and blag I'm younger than Blaise. <laughs> um, but just, so, I mean, cracker, you can't. Um, I'm probably asking a lot of you to to get you to go back there. What was the ground like? What was the facilities like at the club? Can you remember? They weren't. They weren't. They weren't over brilliant. But what I, I do remember was the amount of people that was on, right? right. And we're also, I mean, I, I'm like, I've just gone 15, and my birthday 4th of July, so right. I was 15. Evening Telegraph were on, obviously, Burnley Express. What I did notice, you sat there, and there were people, like, in the 20s, coming up with autograph books, Jess. Really? We had picture cut out. Yeah. And really? you had... To, you had to honest, you had all team, and we weren't a, we weren't a brilliant. So we had we had to sign them all. I kept saying three of mine for one of all in Davison. Yeah, you know, you can, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's that. So, that uh, you know, we, we used to do a good sale. Yeah, that's what the Lancashire League was held in back yeah. in back in those days. Was the dressing room where it is now, or were you at the other side of the ground? Let me think. Let me think. You know, Jez, I can't remember. No. I just honestly can't remember. No, it, don't matter. It, it wasn't. It wasn't where it is now. That's the difference. Right. It might have been. Um, you know where the clubhouse is. Yeah. Just round the cup. Just move round from that. Right. Round the okay. corner. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it was there. To be right. Right. Only like a little bit of a balcony. You say people coming up, or to, you know, you felt like the. You know, yeah. Day, uh, it must have been fantastic. And going through that, you know, you're looking at that side, even 58 years ago, this Sutcliffe, you've mentioned about Mahmoud, the Pro Butcher, Devon. How many did Maxi get? Have you got it there? I know he got under 23, not out. No, no, can't remember him being out, but obviously, well, yeah. You yeah. must have battled with him. Jay Devon, was that Graham Devon's dad? Yeah, yeah. Granddad? John Devon. No, I don't know. Might have been brothers. They were generally monks, drabbles, devons, wades. They're all connected to the club. That yeah. obviously Peter Way was uh, probably. I'll go into that later. One of the first team photos are on with. Uh, I think what year? Well, '64 when I played. Well, my first three quarters of, of season because again, I got another retirement. Brian Bunting said in May, middle of May, he said, I'm thinking of giving up. So I took a chance. So I look at the second team wicketkeeper, Jack Barraclough, that gave up. I was at the right place at the right time, Jess. Yeah. Well, no, you've got to have the ability to to get in the side there, Brian. You know, it's just interesting. You look at that, Peter Wade played, Jack Stott played, and Eddie Slinger played for Enfield. He got 15 out. And it looked like we battered them. We were 212 uh, in 39 overs. They were 137 in 30. I, I can't remember. I can't remember it's that that Enfield match. Are you on about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was drawn actually. It must have been time. Yeah, uh, I can't. Yeah. Eight balls so, per over, and it was it was obviously time cricket. I'll mention me 99 as it. Yeah, right, please do. So it was the windiest day I have ever played cricket. We, heavy bales won't stop on. We played without bales. Because as is, highest grinding league, isn't it? It's not bacon, it's as it. 
believe it or not, as is as is ground in the league. So we're playing at the end of the pro with Stephen Jones, and it was a bowler's nightmare. Come running up, you were getting full tosses, and then you get one wind of blow, and you pitch it halfway down quickly. They got 230 odd, and it might have been enter. One opening batter's got 92, he got out on 92. I don't know if it was Nolsey, but I can't remember, but it was one of them anyway. So, what year was this, Brian? 1980. 3rd of, 1980. 3rd of May. Okay. I'm glad you've got them there. I mean, I've got these notes here, and I don't know which one it's on. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So, obviously, and back then I was getting these long lots half dollars. You don't think about it. Gets into ninety. I gets to ninety nine. Thought it was Nolsey. And Nolsey, I have a photo of this. Nolsey come up to say, Have you ever had hundred? Brian said, No. Never had hundred. Right. So he put everybody by one up leg side. <laughs> have a photo and have a photo, black and white photo, that somebody took and it shows it up. So I come bowling up, chalky white with wicket keeper, and obviously bowlers told said just bowl inside off stump. So he did do. So I thought I'll just laser because I like to lay cut. I thought I'll just run it down and I feathered it. The only me, but wicket keeper knew, and I just walked. And umpire looked at me. So he did take that, did you? I said, yeah. But it was just a natural, natural thing because. When I touched it, I walked. I mean, going back now, I should have, <laughs> I should have not walked, got the one, because in, I don't think many people have got hundred in, had they, Jez? No, no, definitely not. No. So I thought, well, in the 80s, so I think maximum move at last. Yeah. So I thought, no, but I walked. I automatically walked. The reason because Leonard, Leonard Drabble in in the early days. Told me. I know it, it won't have mattered then, but I just walked. And I'll believe it or not, the umpires knew you if you did a walk. So if you, if you like, you know, you went at it, it flipped your arm or, or, or flipped your thing and I didn't walk, it was just not right. It worked both ways. I want to change what I'd have done. It's, I say, in retrospect, on that 99, I should have done. Just going back to the last match where I needed runs to be runner up. Lily open bowling. He'd be 19 year old then. Just on verge of he hadn't been selected. He hadn't been teamed up with Thompson the more you know Lily. He hadn't been teamed up with him then. And anyway, he comes airing in. This was first ball, short, sharp. And I I I, I never ducked, I swore, I swear out to tried to swear out where. Took the odd time, which I had to do, but I used to swear. It, and 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 it flicked me collar. I had my back. I, uh, it flicked me collar. Every man and his dog went up. Right. So, umpire, umpire, not out. It comes marching down wicket. But I mean, so I marched wicket. Met him all way. Looked up, looked up at him. He was a big lad. And he said, you touched that? I said, no, I didn't. I didn't swear. <laughs> so he goes back in and he said, I bet you won't effing touch this one. Anyway, so... <laughs> I'm not joking. So it comes airing in, short again, and I, I swayed and I thought, it's following me. Seriously, <laughs> Joe. And it smacked, oh, it didn't break now, it smacked me right in the middle of the chair. I thought, don't go down. Do not go down. So 
I didn't go down. I gets up and he stood in the middle of wicket again, his little I marches down to him. I suppose you didn't take that. And somebody explained this. I said, look, I've been hit with harder bowlers than you. Anyway, I went back to the other end and I dropped him in my bloody knee. <laughs> 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 oh, you can ask more of it. He was like an archery boy. Blue, green, had a, had a mark in my chest. And all credit to the ball, all credit to the ball. I'm sat at bar, he come over and his arm comes on my shoulder. And it was Lily. All right. I said, yeah, yeah. And we got chatting and, and what have you. Bought me a pipe, but that's how it works, guys, weren't it? Yeah. I forgot how field I'd have a good chat with. Yeah. It had a beard, it had a long, it had like a long beard down here, and and uh, 19 year old, but I thought, right. And when I saw him got selected for Australia, I'm again, the hell that Lily's got, got selected. Said they'll whack him all over. What a saving oh. He came him up with Thompson, the best history. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how it didn't break so much. I'm not joking. I'll tell you what, I wore this since my father died. It's a little medal, first medal I ever got, 1927. And it hit that. Yeah. It hit me, honest. Lucky I haven't got name imprinted on Oh, it's, it's, it's gone. <laughs> in fact, when we see them, when we, it's Corbyn's finish. I'll show you. Then I'll show you. Then men of old wore it around my neck, you know. So. First time I caught him with Maury, and my dad took her on to Todmorden to watch. This is a cracker then. What it would be. Well, I got married in seventy. Could be sixty-eight, sixty-nine. I don't know. I got a collection, big crowd on. It could have been a cup match. I got 70 odd anyway. And they used to collect the money in socks, didn't they? You bought a round and you did sweaty socks and that. I gets me round and I text these socks over to Maureen. I didn't know, I just, they just took the money out of the sock for the round. I didn't know how much I had. She texted it home and uh, she checked it and it was double my wage. Seriously, it was double my wage and we bought some carpets that I used that's, yeah. you, you can't imagine, can you, Jeff? No, so that's double your, your weekly wage. So, you know, you... Well, I was at Lucas, and I, generally, and, and I, was, I got something like 50 quid. I won 25 quid away yeah. at Lucas. That game, uh, you got 75, Iggy. Yeah. Um, summer. yeah, 1st of June, I 1969. Pro, I don't know pro, yeah, I got married in 70, yeah. Um, our pro was Des Sparks. Yes, oh, yes, I knew our pro, but... Who, who and their pro was Rushdie Maggie. No wonder that no wonder I got sent it. Yeah. I don't know I don't know who we played for or anything like that. I got um, I got older. Can't remember if he was spinner or not. No, I don't think you were a medium pace. Yeah, medium pace, says it, yeah. Yeah, medium pace that bowl decent bat. Stanley have mentioned a few of the four pars, but with one at Todd. Don't ask me the year, don't but the 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 pro were a really good batter and it was damp. I mean, we wouldn't have played, we would not have played now, right? We wouldn't have played and throwing were horrendous, absolutely. It was bouncing in front of me and all, all, and I'm having a go, I'm having a go, stand my life to it a bit, you were bouncing twice and 
Oh, I thought this pro, uh, the the pros of all was end, and it won the amateur right to right to one of our fielders. I don't know who it were, and pro set off. Right, they throw ball in, and it, I thought it's going to be a cracker. This right over the top at stumps. I got him, and I lost my balance. I lost my balance, and I ended up aquaplaning head first through wickets. <laughs> it went for four. Five and say, let me know when it's done. Because, <laughs> because uh, you know, what stand will I just find me for all, me and Holmes uh, used to get the run to me. So yeah. he would throw it again about throwing, and, it, and fine leg, third man specialist, the ones that stand. And he's yeah. uh, throwing this in, and it, and it must have been three times. Right? And what I had then, and after that, we're playing squash, and after that, in me. In my wrist, so well, one of them copper, you know, for rheumatic and all this and that. Anyway, <laughs> you should keep my mouth shut. So I said, Bloody hell, Stan. He said, I said, I have a copper bracelet around my hand and, I can, and I've got a damaged hand. He said, Well, why have you a copper bracelet around your head? Fifty face, straight in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I've got them stole. I've got a, I'm, I'm all, well, I mean, there's loads of them. And, uh, oh, on, Brian, tell us. I'm sat, I'm sat in dressing room. I used to like to get a, everybody, didn't you, like to sit in your own place, didn't you know, in the way and, and, and yeah. what happened. So I get to see them and stall, first there, I'm sorting myself out, mowing with her, reading a book. So Stan comes up, I sees, he has a word with her, right? So he comes in, 50p again. I said, what are you doing? I said, what have I done? I'm looking around, what have I done? What have I done? It was scorching outside, it was really hot day. I said, why do you, why do you, what's 50 been for? He said, your wife's reading Mr. Over Pendle, and it's hottest day here. 50p. You got fine. I couldn't believe it. Absolutely could not, could not believe it. And he'll, he'll, he'll have told you about the, uh, the work Kurtic Pro. I think, you might, well, you played, guys, when I had four victims, there were thousands of them. I could hear money rattling in pocket. I thought, I'm going to get, I'm, I've got I've got to, like, I've got to catch, get another one here. Anyway, I forget, I forget, hit it straight up in air. But it, it they were quite windy, and it, it, it was coming down behind Bowler. So I said, man, set off. I set off, fast as I could, got under it, brilliant, I made it, I got under it, and at the last minute it swerved, just caught me on pole and went for four. <laughs> it hit me on toe and went about me for four. Oh. Oh, no, oh, no. Dig an all, get an all done. Yeah, so, I can remember that, Iggy, that was Nelson away and you got fined for wicket-keeping in steel toe sector boots. That's it, yeah. I got done again, you know, I used to, I used to go, 
ended up season after giving him a tenner. So let me know what was. You know, I got to go up from a fiver. Yeah. We all have fun. We all have you know, fun. We should have been a bit more serious, but it all went to the club and, you yeah. know. Yeah. I think he's still got them fine books. I mean, they won't make sense to half some people. They won't know the names were, you know. So, you know. Well, uh, have you any more stories? Can you remember the game at Rishton? Um, when you, Scotty, and Stan were involved? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you a true story later. Right, you tell us true Stan, Stan, Stan will have told you. He'll have embellished it. He has embellished uh, it. So, yeah. So... I don't know whether I opened, you'll have to check. I don't know whether I opened or not. I know it ends up, stands in with me. Again, weren't fit to play. It were, I don't know if it's room for something or not. I, I don't know. And uh, so we decided to play. I said, look, the field has got to turn around here. They cannot turn around. It's a one nearly every time, so we'll go. So <laughs> I hit ball. <laughs> and it was just wider cover. And Stan said, so, no, <laughs> no, Stan, it went like, shh, shh, trying to stop, trying to turn around in a bigger turning circle than Queen Mary. I'm not joking. He, he, he couldn't get, he couldn't get round. Anyway, he's run out with my own. number. You know, I thought, oh, dearie me. Anyway, shortly after. Oh, dearie me. Shortly after, I'm looking. I see skylight open. And I see these sandwiches jettisoning in the middle of the car park. So I thought, oh, Anyway, I get to Biggie, Stan said, you tease it middle of the car park. I said, no, it didn't. I said, it's in my bag. <laughs> well, who the... Who teased it? They're looking all around for this thing. I said, uh, yes, it's in the middle of the yours. In the car park. I think uh, he got a bit mad, did and threw yours out. Him. <laughs> he said, a man, he's sick. That is what happened. That's the truth. Standing, standing, and that bit, because you used to do that. I remember, Brian. Yeah. Of Tom Foolery. You yeah. were, because you'd open batting, you'd be wicked. Well, yeah. Well, I remember you'd Tom Foolery, yeah. And then you, so you'd make sure you got your butties and put them yeah, in. Yeah, well, I remember Mirrorgate well. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. I went on there. Yeah, when I, <laughs> I went on, I tell you, I wasn't, I wasn't reminded, but I'm looking at the wall, oh, yeah. you know, where this mirror were, and they were like a white mark where, you know, how it's fed, and I still didn't twig it. I went on, I thought, oh, bloody hell, my bag's out there, my neck were bulging, you had to carry it from, the, you know, they were like a chamber to the car park at the thing. Anyway, I get so mad. Mirror it, just a good fit, that Jay. I knew he did it. Good Jay, didn't you, Jay? So, uh, so uh, <laughs> I said, Oh, that's just embarrassing. I said, Well, I said, I'm not taking that back. So, Maureen ended up taking it back to Wacking up me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going back with that. Yeah. Yeah, just fit in it with Tony Woodworth, though. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say on a serious note, just, I just learned out today a very good friend of mine died, John Richard, Burnley Wicket Keeper. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Up 19th, I mean, yeah, yeah, good friend. Really, yeah. really good friend. Yeah. John Ryan, what, you, you, you'll have played against John, have you any. Yeah, well, I used to, when in the bad old days, the dark old days, um, me and John were good friends. He learnt me a lot, though he was a Burnley 
uh, wicket keeper. We used yeah. to go out for a pint, me and his good lady and uh, Maureen. We used to go up to Whistorm, one of the pubs at Whistorms, and yeah. uh, every Thursday night. So, yeah, a sad loss. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Send more house to save the house.